Hello and welcome to Let's Be Honest. I'm your host, Just Jonna, and this is episode 24, but more importantly, it is day two of Nonstop November. It is also Election Day Eve in the United States, where I'm located. For those of you who are new listeners, I'm in Virginia, in the what's called the DMV, the DC uh, metro area. So needless to say, all the news is elections all the time. And of course, I've been watching every channel and soaking it up. So I'm just going to give you a quick rundown because tomorrow you'll be electioned out. I'm not going to go on a full rant. You know how I feel about what they've been talking about as far as any possible dangers or concerns. I talked about that in depth yesterday. So you listen to nonstop November. Day one is only 18 minutes and you'll get the full rundown on that. So what are the candidates up to? Well, they both have had a pretty crazy day. I mean, a day that would be quite exhausting even for individuals who were not 74 and 77, respectively. And um, it's going to be quite interesting to see what keeps them up tomorrow because clearly nobody's getting any sleep tomorrow. You've got polls in some places opening at 6 a.m., Hell, even Chris Cuomo just handed the baton to uh, Don Lemon on CNN, but he is coming right back on the air at noon to begin their 24-hour election coverage. And let's call a spade or spade. We don't know how long the election coverage will be. Now, I expect tomorrow you are probably going to get multiple shows from me, a combination of some live shows as well as some recorded. So the sound may be a little different because I will probably be recording using a remote device so that I can um, watch the coverage as as well as um, as as well as record. And I will probably do some out and about coverage. But again, it depends on what's going on in my town. Because as I've told you, the police uh, in my town and certainly many others, or in my county rather, um, are on high alert just like other places. I don't know if you've seen the news, but major downtown areas like Washington, D.C. If you go on to any website and take a look at downtown D.C., most of the areas that are heavily traveled, the stores and the businesses are boarded up. You would think that we were expecting a hurricane or something. You know how when you are in those uh, places, what do they call them, like Tornado Alley or Tornado Valley, and uh, places that are likely to get hurricanes. Well, that's the way areas in downtown DC are boarded up with the, I guess they figured it's cheaper to bring out crews and board up the windows than have to pay to actually buy new glass windows. And unfortunately, we're not expecting a hurricane. They are worried about potential violence because well, I told you yesterday, we have a president who is basically
actually inciting it by constantly saying that there may be violence in the street, especially if he loses. Well, again, I just hope that it's one of those things that'll be kind of like Y2K. There's a whole bunch of hype and then it's nothing but a dud. I lived through it. In fact, I was pregnant uh, during most of that year. I had my oldest child in 1999, but he was born in August. But um, because uh, his dad works in IT, I remember during that time they needed to have 24 hour coverage. So sometimes he was on days, sometimes he was on nights. It was, it, it was, uh, crazy and let's face it nothing everybody got gas everybody made sure they had cash on hand the whole nine yards and it was nothing is it concerning that there are certain places where there's no ammunition available sure the rise in people buying weapons sure hell we may find out after this all the hype was the result of the gun lobby but you know it is what it is so what are the candidates up to well uh, they, as I said at the beginning, they both have been running around like crazy people today because it's got to be crazy to keep up this pace. I'm not saying it's got to be crazy. It is crazy. President Trump has been in North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and ending his night in Michigan. Joe Biden has been in uh, Ohio, Uganda Day in Ohio. And he will end the day in Pennsylvania. He has um, gone to several places in Pennsylvania. I suspect he will end up in or around his hometown because one of the areas that he went to a few hours ago was like pretty much right next door to his hometown. Pres President Obama has also been out going hard on the campaign trail for uh, Joe Biden today. Um, Pence, who we don't typically see, has also been out and about. They put a lot of concentration in Michigan. That is certainly a state that's up for grabs, especially given what happened in 2016. So Pence has already been on the ground in Michigan and he's being joined by his president. And let's face it, we know what these individuals are going to say. So if you are decided, it is because you decided to be undecided. Either that or I'm just going to say it, you're a blithering idiot. What does anyone have to say to you to make a decision? And I'm not even saying what decision you should make. Now, you have known that I'm not going to pretend as it relates to who I support. However, as it relates to the rest of you, anyone hearing the sound of my voice or those who you know who are not listening, there's nothing that either of these candidates have to say that is going to be the final, you know, whatever, the, the final thing that makes you make a decision. Certainly not today not yesterday, not even a week ago, because every piece of messaging that they have put out 
has been different. Now, there's some that's the same. Vote for me, vote for me, vote for me. My party's better. My party's better. We're going to make America great. No, we're going to make America better. We're going to bring more jobs. No, we're going to bring more jobs. However, we, that always happens. The, the fundamental differences in terms of the sense that you get about who they are and again, not even making a judgment call here. I'm simply saying who they are, or at least who they appear to be, right? That's pretty clear. And whatever of those messages resonate for you, they've given you that information. Whether you are going with a fringe issue um, well, it should be a fringe issue, but depending on who's in charge, it becomes an issue just for the sake of riling people up, but I'll put it out there. Whether you were looking at it from the standpoint of uh, abortion, we know one is, you know, pretending to be uh, staunchly pro-life, and we're not even going to get into the whole what this pro-life versus pro-choice means. We know what colloquially those two things mean. So we know that if you're if you're concerned about abortion, if you're concerned about health care, we know what one feels about health care as we have come to know it as it relates to the Affordable Care Act versus the other who uh, feels it should be tossed out even if an exact plan or replacement isn't necessarily in place. Um, we know how one feels about the gun lobby versus another, the environment versus another, science versus another. We know that one seems to think that stuff gets caught up in windmills, uh, so that's a problem with using wind energy versus another. I mean, we we know all of these things. And if you were actually intending to decide this, excuse me, this information has been made available for you repeatedly, whether you watched them do speeches or just read a couple of quick articles. So that's where we are. Now, the latest of what they're saying, um, I, I, and I don't say this to be dismissive. I, I say this because it's accurate. Biden's messaging is pretty much the same. Vote for me if you want things to change. If you don't, you are making a choice as it relates to, and again, I'm talking about his messaging. This isn't coming from me personally uh, because hell, we'll see at this point. But I'm saying his messaging is the same as far as what you've heard from him that you, if you want more jobs, if you want a competent plan as it relates to dealing with the coronavirus, if you want to do what Donald Trump claimed that he was doing when he uh, went into office, essentially draining the swamp, and instead he became the swamp by many people's um, estimation or, or opinion, and uh, so th th that messaging is no different uh, than what you've seen everywhere. Pretty much the same with Trump. Uh, it's just that his is a little more entertaining. I didn't say better. Entertaining in its 
outright wow factor and wow factor for people who might be candidates for 90 day fiance now don't get me wrong i like the show hell i love the show but i'm not gonna pretend that those folks don't have problems that's what makes it interesting to watch right i watch gypsy gypsy sisters and uh my big fat gypsy wedding because it's entertaining to watch but i do not want any of these as my neighbors and i can certainly understand why people don't want them to use their reception halls those are the individuals who actually would follow um this line of thinking so i'm going to give you some new nuggets he gave us some fun stuff today he talked about LeBron James and essentially said, what more do you want? I mean, you're supposed to stand for the flag, but you won that because you don't have to. So suddenly that's on LeBron. He talked about Beyonce because she supports Joe Biden, but he likes to call her Beyonce, that Beyonce person. He also talked about John Bon Jovi. He said that John Bon Jovi kisses his ass every time they see one another. Now, notice none of this has anything to do with what he's going to do as president. I suspect that as far as he's concerned, he's done a great job. So he doesn't have to tell you that. He can just talk about some other shit. He also talked about Lady Gaga and said he knows some stories about her. I'm not going to tell you. And we know how he made it sound. That Lady Gaga. You know, I've got some stories about her. That's pretty much uh, what he said. And I guess the Lady Gaga did came up because Lady Gaga is performing at uh, Joe Biden's last stop tonight. He also may be a little bitter because Phil Collins' team sent a cease and desist last week because he he was his team was using the song i really like too oh gosh what is it called i think it's called in the air is that what it's called you know the one with the bomb bait drum bass line where it's like do 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 i can feel it calling in the air you know that song well anyway they were playing it and um for the second time <laughs> because this isn't the first cease and desist he's gotten during a campaign they were like hell to the no okay so enough of the politics because we are going to be bombarded with that tomorrow and i said that in the beginning right well too bad because as i told you my sound editor is dealing with an injury right now so this is what you get and i hope you like it so <laughs> Um, the next thing I wanted to just wrap up a story, although it seems like the story that won't end many episodes ago, many moons, I can't believe I'm on episode 24, but that's pretty cool. I talked about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard specifically, I guess it was in September, uh, talked about the fact that Johnny Depp was still, this trial has been going on forever in a UK high court suing the sun uh which is a uk magazine like you know one of the gossip mags before calling him a wife beater we know that there's been for those of you who have followed the story anyway there has been just a long drawn out messy situation between johnny depp and amber heard 
who were briefly married. I mean, talk about individuals whose divorce went on long past the actual marriage or long past the length of the actual marriage. Well, uh, Johnny Depp sued the son. He also is suing, he sued them for libel. And he is also, I believe, suing Amber in the United States for slander related to calling herself a domestic abuse survivor in an op-ed piece in the Washington Post. That case hasn't come up yet, but it is pending. But this was a, a pretty significant defeat for Johnny Depp because of the way that libel is proved in the UK, or I will say because of the way that the court looks at the burden of proof in the UK versus in the United States. So a quick and dirty primer on that. In the United States, when you sue an individual for libel, the burden is actually on the person who is suing to prove that what was said isn't true. So the that would essentially mean that if you said something about me, you printed it in your magazine and I sued you, the burden is on me, which kind of makes sense. I'm the one I'm the person that's suing. The burden is on me to prove that what you said was wrong. Now, even if I don't win, that doesn't automatically lend itself to a legal finding that what you said was true. It is more so that it is hard sometimes to prove, well, it's hard a lot of times, really, to prove that something that someone said about you isn't correct. Either people believe you or they don't. Not everything that happens to us has a, uh, some type of video or audio or text or paper attached to it. That's only on television. In real life, although now in the age of everybody with phones and stuff, we do have a lot more proof of things than we used to, but still not as much as people think. In real life, people have conversations, or at least people of my generation do, have conversations that are not memorialized via text or email. They have things happen in their lives um, or experience life events where there is not uh, someone standing there with a video or what have you. And again, despite the fact, uh, of, of, despite what you may see on television or any random Law and Order episode, every single thing that happens is not on video or someone wrote it down in a diary or whatever. It could simply boil down to individuals who have an experience together or allegedly had an experience together or someone allegedly saw uh, an individual or individuals living their life and having an experience say something about it put it out there you know write about it and they could be writing about it in their own memoirs or talking about it in a magazine what have you and you're like well that didn't happen 
But again, how do you prove it? The other person is just going to say, well, it did. I was there. This is what I saw. This is what I experienced. So, or this is what the other participant in the activity with you told me. So that is libel in the United States. Libel in the UK is a little bit um, tougher for the person who loses in terms of what it says about you to the public, especially for someone whose livelihood depends on the goodwill and the opinions of the public. In the UK, the burden of proof is not on the individual to prove that what was said about them isn't true. The burden is on the individuals who said it to prove what they said is true. So this is why in his case, it, it basically rehashed all of the allegations because of the way that the burden of proof uh, is handled. So in a real life example, in fact, I'll use this case. So based on allegations that Amber Heard made, when the Sun reported uh, her allegations, they called Johnny Depp a white beater or, or referred to him in that manner. Johnny Depp, of course, sued uh, for obvious reasons. I mean, again, his his career depends on the goodwill of the public and people liking him, etc. And of course, you know, if I feel like I'm not a white beater, then that's not something I want reported. The way that it the system works over there is that the son has the burden of proving to the court that the allegations of him that the allegations made by Amber Heard are true. Therefore, they are not guilty of libel because they labeled him as a wife beater based on factual information that he did in, indeed beat the person who was his wife. Now, if if you're following this, because I know it can be a little confusing, but if you're following what I'm saying, then you also may have begun to understand why it is um, problematic that he lost that case. Because apparently, or uh, there were 14 allegations that the court was considering as it relates to this uh, notion that, or as it relates to this uh, statement or allegation that he was abusive towards Ms. Herb. Um, and uh, whether that's verbal, physical, whatever. And in the court's ruling, they ruled that 12 out of 14 of those instances were credible enough to conclude for the purposes of the son being guilty of libel that their statement 
was true that what they called him although it's you know it's name calling and rude and ugly that what they called him by definition he is if a person who does the things that they ruled 12 out of 14 times were credible is a wife beater so I'm not saying that these were the allegations. I'm just saying in general, if my calling you um, a wife beater is based on the assessment that that comes from looking at some information that 12 out of 14 times you beat your wife, then I'm not guilty of libel, of libel. Uh, I hope I didn't say libel. I'm not guilty of libel, L-I-B-E-L, if I say that or print that. Now, again, this is all about what the son did. I'm not, you know, calling him anything, just giving you the case. Now, according to his attorneys, he is going to appeal the decision. Of course, we know he will, and he can certainly afford to do that financially, Unfortunately, what I, I agree with one of the um, individuals who wrote articles here. Actually, I read one uh, in The Guardian and another one. I believe this is uh, NBC who talked about it as well. Who was that? Uh, yeah, NBC News. I actually agree with, um, I believe this is the person uh, who wrote NBC, that this is a situation that does not fall under the umbrella that all publicity is good publicity because what it does in litigating these cases, particularly in the UK because of the way that their system is set up and who has the burden of proof, it constantly puts the allegations out there and opens you up for the possibility that other things may come up. For instance, I don't know if the shit on the bed incident came up in the initial articles about the drama between he and her years ago. I do not believe that it did. That's why it was such a big story in September. But that's precisely the point. That is another layer of mess uh, I did not, <laughs> no pun intended, that's another layer of mess that ends up getting put out there. Now, granted, that is something that he alleged against her, but that doesn't necessarily make him look good anyway, either, because when we see Johnny Depp, he's sloppy, unkept, greasy, he's come a long way from the young hot guy in 21 Jump Street way, way back in the day. So, he doesn't exactly walk around looking like the most cleanly person in the world. In fact, I have, uh, whenever I see him, I kind of wonder if he has a body odor. So when you take that into account in that you were, you know, this 45 year old guy who married this 20 something, I think she was like, what, 23 or 25 year old starlet um, who hadn't even done very much in her career at that point, or probably even now. Um, it, it doesn't exactly make you look great either, because it just sort of speaks to what kind of raunched out, drunken, nasty, 
gross lifestyle that perhaps you two were living together. Now, this apparently was in the denouement of their relationship, but birds of a feather flock together. Like, if this is the type of thing that you actually believe that someone you were with would do, then that kind of speaks to not only their character, but it kind of speaks to yours. Because why are you with somebody who you believe would do that? If I walked in and saw feces on the bed, I wouldn't automatically assume it was my mate. I wouldn't even assume that was one of my children, drunken, crazy or not. And if I were to assume that it was one of them, even if they were the only ones in the house, I mean, yeah, I'd be pissed off. But more importantly, I'd be taking them somewhere to get their heads examined because that's not how we roll. In the case of my children, those are not the kids I raised. And in the case of my mate, I wouldn't be with someone like that. So again, it would never occur to me to accuse them without wondering if somebody had lost their damn mind. But this was something he just naturally he and the maid were like oh yeah you know that's amber her and her friends when i'm you know whatever what is that all that to say that there is a point where pushing these issues only reinforce the story this is not a new situation the fact that he was accused of this this situation has been going on for years he has done some work. Uh, of course, he, you know, was a part of the literal multi-billion, with a B, dollar uh, Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Or they call it Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, he was a part of that franchise. Um, uh, you know, we know he did all the Tim Burton movies and sort of became known for doing all the quirky stuff. And he was... Um, Oh gosh, what was that recently? Uh, the Barber, the Demon Barber, Seville. You know, he plays all, all the dark and weird roles. Willy Wonka, although I like the original way better. Um, so that's kind of his thing. But the reality of it is, is that he's a lot older now. He is. He has reached that point in his career where he has to prove and quite frankly just because you can play quirky doesn't just automatically uh, prove that you are um you have reached elder statesman status in hollywood um that you are someone that when they were the age he is now that you would get the same phone calls as a harrison ford or a Kevin Costner, um, those types of things, because quite frankly, those individuals proved that some level of diversity. Uh, Johnny Depp sort of stayed uh, the quirky guy who could kind of look young and still pull that off, but the obvious uh, way that he lives his life is worn on the outside of him quite frankly Johnny Depp has not aged well 
he has not aged the way that uh, Brad Pitt and those of the, his generation has aged. He has not aged like a Rob Lowe has. Even if there's a little work involved, it, it, you know, their work was good work. His work is not. Johnny Depp looks like he was rolled hard and put out wet. So he can't afford to constantly be at the center of something that not only diminishes him further as a star, but diminishes him as a decent human being, especially in an era where individuals, particularly women, are making a lot more noise, especially in the entertainment industry, about what they will and will not tolerate, whether it is um, based on their pay or treatment and the individuals that they are willing to work with when certain things are known about them. Because that's uh, come up quite a bit in the Me Too movement as well, right? The fact that individuals know about the Harvey Weinsteins and uh, the Brett, Brett Ratners and all of these the R. Kellys and Russell Simmons and all of these guys. But since the powers that be are willing to work with them, it makes women who are often at the receiving end of the bullshit have to work with them as well which potentially puts them or other women who, um, as far as the industry is concerned, are of lesser import, uh, right in the line of whatever for these individuals to prey upon them. And so for someone like Johnny Depp, who um, is if he was a woman, would pretty much be in the sunlight of their career unless they've reached a certain level of superstardom. This is just not good. Uh, and it certainly isn't going to be a good thing when the matter makes it back to the United States either, especially if he's suing Amber personally. Now, the Washington Post, you know, since it was an op-ed piece, I'm not sure if he's exactly suing them, especially since it was an opinion piece. Uh, I believe that's why he's suing her personally. And she, of course, is not a, a you know, multi-multi-multi-millionaire like him. So I, I don't see where there would be any reason for her to settle with him. And plus, um, it would make her look like a liar. And at this point, there is no reason for her to. She's got a high court decision from the UK basically backing her up, essentially saying that as far as they're concerned and, and their standard in civil court, uh, that because of their burden of proof, not only is the son not guilty of libel, but in order for them to come to that decision, they determined based on their standard that the issues were true. Now, like I said, in the United States, 
just because someone loses a case doesn't necessarily mean it was true. It's just that you couldn't prove it was false. There, the underlying issue for the case, the underlying issue for the court that has to be decided before they even get to the point of whether or not you committed libel is whether or not the issues actually occurred. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting to watch. And of course, as you can imagine, lots of fun for someone like me to dissect. I hope that you found this as interesting as I did. And look at it this way. If nothing else, if you hadn't heard that episode I did about this a month ago, then you got an interesting tidbit to share with friends and break up your conversation about the election, about a couple who's situation between one another gets so weird that folks are shitting on beds. You know, I, I hate to go out on that note, but eh, whatever. So that is going to be it for today because I suspect we are going to spend a lot of time together tomorrow. And I certainly, for one, am looking forward to it. Um, so follow me on all social media platforms at Let's Be Honest JJ, and that JJ, of course, is for Just Jonda. That is on Instagram and Twitter, at Let's Be Honest JJ, you know, the little at sign. I am on all platforms. If you have Apple, please go on there, give a listen, and uh, leave me five stars and some comments. I would appreciate it. Don't forget to send me messages about anything that you would like to talk about or comments regarding this topic. As I said, tomorrow, I expect that I will probably go live. I will post. Um, if I do it on the fly, then it is what it is. But if I um, know that I'm going to do it in advance, I will certainly post it on all platforms so that you all can come in live and call in and we can chat and, and the whole thing uh, because I'd love to interact with you. And of course, you can join Fashion and Drama Diaries on Facebook for our daily discussions. Um, and other than that, I love you guys. No, I'm just being silly. I don't even know you. So I'm not even going to pretend that I love you. Don't know you. I probably can't stand you. I'm just joking. <laughs> At any rate. <laughs> I'm going to wrap up and remember if you're thinking about it and want to talk about it, I'm probably thinking about it and want to talk about it with you. So let's be honest together. Good night.